Blog Talk Radio. Information in it for us all. 
Um, it's quite a long story. My connection with angels started when I was little, and I put it on the side because it started I was four. Obviously, at four years old, you have no idea uh, <laughs> that you it's an angelic connection. So I yeah. waited some time, and I experienced a lot of supernatural occurrences. I could see behind the veil. I had a lot of um, visions, and and I saw ghosts, and I was very connected mm-hmm. to the, the supernatural world. And then I really, really put it on the side because I thought it was not the right time. You know, France was very conservative at that time, and there was yeah. no uh, interest for the supernatural unless it was literature. So this is why I wrote many novels, mostly about love, love, uh-huh. and, and uh-huh. so that love always wins. And then step by step, I went uh, on this uh, field, you know, I started investigating and wrote a few books on uh, spiritual realities. And my publisher in Canada told me one day, you know, I would like you to write a book on angels. It's time for you to write it. And this is the book uh, that you have in your hands. And just, it was a sign from above telling me it's the right moment. You know, when it's the right time, right time it happens and something out of your control is going to guide you and, and tell you what to do. It was absolutely amazing. Yes. Oh, that's such an important lesson for us all and for everyone out there who has various projects that they, they work about work on or dream about. It is true, Marianne. Everything happens in perfect timing and and I appreciate that that's the case with your story, very much so. Now, Marianne, I was I was brought up very conservatively. I will tell you that that um, I was brought up conservatively, and there are conservative listeners to this show from all different spiritual backgrounds. And yet, what I have found is that angels they connect all of us somehow. They are the bridge for us. And I wonder if you can begin this with just talking about when we speak of angels. What do we mean? What what are the angels that we've all heard about since childhood and have often felt as you have or even seen? Oh, very good question. Um, angels are beings of energy. They are not beings of matter, and they do not look what we imagine they look like. They are not these beautiful beings of uh, uh, wearing these uh, pleated togas and, and golden girdles and fair hair and with blue eyes. These are the visions are of human imagination. They are very yeah. beautiful, though, but yeah. this is imagination. In reality, mm-hmm. angels are just energy, and they're for this reason, very powerful. God created them to help us, to assist us, to guide us. And for this reason, we can see them in many, many forms. So whoever you are, whatever is your background, whether it's a conservative background, very religious background, or free-thinking background, whatever it is, angels connect everybody. And Susan, you said it very well. It is very true. Angels are universal. And yeah. there is one thing one day I I was asked this question. If you meet somebody very rational, which already happened, who doesn't believe in angels and says that yeah. once we die, uh, we're, we just, we're just ashes. If you meet somebody like that, what would you tell this person about angels? And I would say I would not say anything about angels. I would mm-hmm. just tell this person, do I look sad and happy? Do I look frustrated? Do you think I'm this person who's desperate? If you see a sparkle in my eyes, 
it's because I'm connected to the angels. And what is important is the love I'm going to spread in the world, and it's the sparkle in my eyes and in my soul. The rest is just your, your, your free will to believe or not. And I think yes. this is reality about angels. They kindle the sparkle in our eyes, in our soul, and they kindle the sparkle of love that we have inside. And sometimes in this situation, life is difficult. Life is challenging, and we don't pay attention to signs, and we don't see that angels are here all around us all the time, and they do good things for us. Sometimes we're not really uh, capable of seeing these things, but they do work for us, and this is what, what they do, and this is uh, what is important to remember about them. When you start working with them, connecting to them, just they kindle your light, your inner light, and make you feel more positive. Uh, inside, they incite you to think of the future, to, to have dreams, and to believe that dreams um, will come true one day. They help us creating our life. That's what they do. Yes, yes. Oh, Maria, you know, it's so interesting. It's somewhat coincidental that um, I was talking to um, your publicist before the show, and she asked me how a loved one of mine was doing who had a a challenging health situation last year. And I want to tell you, and I I told her this, that when when this person went in for surgery, um, and I, I had the most intense, loving, astonishing connection, angelic connection, one of the most powerful connections I've ever had at a moment that would have been very challenging because this was a a significant surgery and, and it was a challenging situation. And as you speak of the angels and how they help us and they shine through us, I felt that directly, even in a very challenging, especially in a challenging situation. There are people listening today, Marie-Ange, who are here today during the day here in the U.S. because they are encountering an illness, a hardship, a loved one is ill. They're, they're having difficulties, and I personally can attest they are with us and they can uplift us in amazing ways, and perhaps you can offer even more inspiration in how they can comfort us and connect us to that love. Absolutely. Um, I have many examples and personal stories about people that were helped directly by the angels. It's absolutely incredible. There's just one advice that I would tell our listeners today is that if you doubt that the result will be amazing, if you doubt the power of the angels, you create a negative energy that will block the light. It's just like if you, if you, you know, if you erect a wall, the light mm-hmm. will not go through. And negativity is brick by brick by brick. You build a wall of negativity that prevents light from coming through. So I would just suggest that you can, instead of building this brick, this wall with a brick. You take one brick after the other, and I love the title of your show because uh, beyond fear, you discover yeah. light, you discover love, you discover everything, and this is a beautiful title that you have for your show. And if you think about it, every day, just do a little thing to stop being negative about what's going on in the, going on in the world. 
about what is going on in your life. Just a little thing. Or today I'm going to smile to, to my partner, to my children, to my neighbor. I'm going to smile, although my life is difficult. And this smile is a brick that you take out of this world. And the next day you will do something, you will cook something that your children like. And this is another brick that you take out. And step by step, you take all the bricks out. And I promise, when you do this, light comes through and love comes through. And the work of the angels is really, really efficient. And usually, it's just because you have erected this wall. And you don't know it's not your fault. Never feel guilty. There is no guilt there. This is human. This is what we all do. There is no reason mm-hmm. to feel that you did something wrong. It's everybody who does it. So everybody has to work on it. And I work on it every day in my life. Yeah. That's something they can do. Of course, we are workers. We are conscious uh, about what, what happens in, in our world. And it's difficult. And when you hear somebody very negative, you 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 are feeling like, yeah, 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 you, you're on the same page, and yes, that's true, and, and, and yes, this is bad, this is terrible. Yeah, of course it is. But saying it all the time creates the negative. And if yeah. you just think, oh, yes, horrible, horrendous events happened with terrorism and a lot of things in the world, and then if you feel that there is something you can do is being positive and give love around you, that will fight the negative. I promise you it works. Yes, yes. I have to once again share one personal thing that happened to me. You know, I used to be a doubter. Listeners, I went through an incredible period. I've talked to my listeners about this before where I was doubting Marie-Ange. I mean, I didn't know what to believe about spirituality. And then I went through a difficult time and I asked a question. I said, show me the way. And I asked it with all of my heart, Marie-Ange, and the angels came in at that point. In fact, I haven't always told my story, but I really haven't told my story too much. But one of the things that happened soon afterwards was my child, who was very, very young at that time, I believe, you know, five or six, told someone mommy was talking to an angel. Um, because, <laughs> uh, yes, I had a very powerful series of visionary experiences after that and um and i i relate but the the key to this all is i was doubting although i will tell the audience when you ask when you put yourself in that position to receive and you talk about receiving mariage be prepared <laughs> yes absolutely <laughs> the universe is wonderful and grand and it can deliver when we open ourselves to receive and and so let's talk about that when when you're ready like i was many many years ago this was many years ago it was like i don't know 13 years ago when you're ready to receive when you feel ready how 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 would you advise the listeners who are who are out there you say you know i i don't know what i think but i'd like to know well, what do you say to oh that, yes uh, yes absolutely uh, you, you know it's just a matter of will it's a matter of intention whatever you do in life the back thought is what makes it happen or not it's what you have in your mind if you really think in terms of doubt and fears Nothing is going to happen. But I cannot say it's that easy to open up. It's difficult to open up because we don't see the angels every day. They don't mm-hmm. knock at your door. 
we don't see them. So it's difficult to open up to beings that you don't see. However, I would really, really recommend something very simple to connect to the angels when you have never done it before and when you're doubtful. Something, a little exercise. When you go to bed at night, when you're in the state of um, slumber, you're not really asleep, you just, uh, you know, your consciousness is at rest, your body is relaxed, and at this specific moment, just before you fall asleep, call on the angel and tell them, I am doubtful, I don't know if you exist, but I would like to connect to you, and this is my true, sincere intention. I say it with all my heart. I would like yeah. you to send me a sign. And yeah. then you can fall asleep. Angels will watch over you during the night, and the next day you will see something happening. Definitely. You will feel something, hear something, smell something. Usually it's a very uh, compelling smell like rose or lily, very pure smell. Or it can be a, a feather that comes right out of nowhere, falls into your feet, uh, onto your feet. Uh-huh. It can be anything like a tap on your shoulder, somebody smiling at you who's not used to smile at you or somebody that you don't know who's telling you something nice, or you will hear on the radio the word angel several times, or people very kind to you, whatever it is, there will be a sign that angels have heard you, and they know that you want this connection, and they will show up and say, we are there, don't worry. Yes, too, I'll tell you, within the last month or so, I was walking on a trail where I walk, and and someone, a child, had left a name tag on the trail, apparently. And do you know what it said? Angel. <laughs> so I oh. took a picture of it and put it on my Facebook, just just at my feet. And then I started sawing, seeing feathers, Marianne. It never uh, stops, which is wonderful. Because <laughs> we need it. We, we love those <laughs> affirmations, don't we? We need this information and, and, and we need this connection because this life is so difficult and challenging. It's all yes. about fighting and, and struggling and, and it, it, on different uh, levels. It could be for financial levels, but it also can be on, on love levels, on family yes. levels, on all levels of life. This is why it's a huge challenge every day. And I really see how important it is to find this guidance and, and help from the angels because they do guide us. They save us sometimes in, in critical situations. They did save yeah. me many times and um, and they did save my son when she was two and a half years old. And so, you know, everybody can tell stories and relate them to something else. But if you think about it, it's angels who interfered or intervened who were there. And um, really this connection is, is helpful today, especially in this world that's very, very difficult and and some, yeah. somehow very sad and, and people are really down and, and it's important. I would like to tell our listeners today that don't lose hope, don't lose yeah. faith and yeah. don't lose faith in yourself because there is a real, real solution with a spiritual connection because this is a higher power that can work for the whole world and this is something I have experienced in meditation is that there is the equivalent of what happens on earth in the other uh, celestial realm there is a war between angels and demons there is a war 
because the, the because evil wants to take over the world right now and it has always wanted this but if we think of something very tangible that history teaches us is that nobody ever ruled the world although many many politicians or 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 emperors or kings or um uh, like you know tyrants wanted to rule the world but they never succeeded every time somebody wanted to rule the world this person collapsed for a reason or another all the politics collapsed all the country collapsed but nobody ruled the world because the world doesn't belong to us the world belongs to love and it absolutely sure that love is going to vanquish the 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 negativity that the other side tries to put in and 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 really uh, pressure us with negative and we need to fight this and i absolutely believe that we have the power to fight this and to spread love and love always wins <laughs> always yes there is no yes. doubt Yes. Oh, I love that. In fact, I've heard that said. Just echoing that is so important right now, that love wins. That that is the key. Um, Yeah. Because we need to hear that right now in the world. I think that that having hope right now, I mean, certainly um, what they went through in France recently, and, and, you know, it's just going on everywhere and in California now, and it's very easy to be in fear and you referred to this already, and I think it's worth saying again that um, you know one of one of the reasons I have this show is that we cannot let our fears get the best of us. We can we can be aware of our fears, and then we can go through them and and know that we can be comforted because there are miracles in this world. In fact, perhaps that would be a place where could you speak? Marie-Ange, to inspire people who may be doubting or who feel fearful that, um, you know, of these miracles that that people speak of, and I know you've experienced them. I almost had a, ch- I had a child run out in front of a car, and I'm, I'm almost, I, I really, I, I say I almost, I didn't see an angel, but surely there was an angel there. <laughs> to, to stop the car. And, and so this was, you know, when the child was two years old. Um, and and so we all can speak of these things. And so could you talk more about miracles? Maybe we need to listen. We need to hear about miracles right now because that's what the world needs at the moment. Oh, so much. Yes, it's very true. Uh, we all need to, to hear beautiful stories that are true and that will uh, enhance our, our potential to, to connect to, to, to the angels because they do work miracles. And I just wanted to tell you a little story that happened to my son. He was two and a half years old. This was the mm-hmm. most amazing thing I can, I can recall. He was two and a half years old. I was in a house in France, in the south of France. It was summertime, windows open, and he was taking a nap in his cot, and the window was open, of, of course, because it was very warm, and I was in the living room working or, or reading and just waiting for him to get up, and I was very peaceful, and all of a sudden, I heard steps on the gravel in front of the house, on the front yard, and I just looked i didn't see anybody so i said well it's weird i'm not expecting anybody and a few minutes later somebody rang at the door rang the bell 
I was wondering who that was. I didn't mm-hmm. see the person coming. There were French windows overlooking the front yard, so I would be able to see this person. Didn't see anybody, just heard the steps. I opened the door and saw right in front of me a very tall man, dressed uh, very simple, you know, pants and shirt, very simple, but very, very tall, who was holding my son in his arms. And I was speechless because my son probably climbed over the windowsill and and left, and he had no idea where he was. He was not even two and a half, so he couldn't speak and tell the person, oh, this is where, where we live, this is where we are. He couldn't say anything about that. And this man was bringing me my son. There was the road right ah. after the front yard. There was a pond. And then there were there's the railroad tracks right after. So it was oh full my. of dangers. And my son could have died many times. And this man was bringing me my son. And I wanted to speak, but I couldn't. Something prevented me from speaking. I couldn't utter a word. And I took, he handed me my son. I, I took my son in, in my arms. And I wanted to say something again, thank you, and thank you from the bottom of my heart. Oh. And I couldn't say a thing, a word. Wow. I closed the door, and I felt I'm going to look if I can see this man leaving the house. But there was nobody there, absolutely nobody. Nobody, no steps on the gravel, and nobody. When this happened, I was flabbergasted. This is a miracle. And yes. I investigated because I'm very rational and grounded. Yes. So, <clears throat> so I investigated in, the, in the, the village. I asked people, did you meet this man? And I described the man, how tall he was, what he was wearing. And I described him. And the people looked at me like, very surprised. No, we've never seen this man here. I said, did, did you see a car? Or I, there was no car because my house was far. Like, you, can, you needed to drive from, to go to the village. No, we haven't seen anybody, and I didn't see any car, nothing, absolutely nothing. And this investigation was very interesting because I really wanted to make sure it was not something rational. Before you think of something miraculous, you need to make mm-hmm. sure it's not, there is, you need to debunk it and make sure it's not something rational that happened. So after this investigation, I had to realize that it was definitely a miracle, and this yeah. man was an angel. Because they yes. take many forms to help us. And this man yes. was an angel bringing me my son. And my son now tells the people that he is alive thanks to an angel. So it's a, he's yes. 23 now, so he's not a baby anymore. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he can yes. uh, tell his story and tell the people, this is what happened to me. I was brought back for, by an angel to, to my mom in the afternoon when I was taking it up. Uh, he was a little uh, adventurous, but... Thank God the angel was there. So I would <laughs> like to tell. <laughs> I can relate. You know, I so just have the weirdest. Uh, go ahead. Your story is similar to this story yes, that's happened it is. to, to and my, I, my I, I just had something strange happen. Um, I was thinking about a story about a family member um, um, one of, when I was growing up. And this person literally not related to the the, the um, show at all, just emailed me. And so I thought, well, I guess that's a sign I'm supposed to tell her story really fast because <laughs> it's similar in that this was in the, the 70s before there were cell phones, obviously, or anything, and mm-hmm. she was stranded in a snowstorm in Colorado. 
and a man, a young man who was very, um, seemed very bright, you know, very, but still a young man that shone in a way, you know, very bright eyes, just appeared from out of nowhere and helped her out of this snowstorm to a phone um, so that she would get to safety because in those days you had to go to a pay phone. <laughs> People don't remember yeah. this, but this is the way mm-hmm. it was. And then just disappeared. You know, until when she was safe, this person disappeared as fast as he appeared. And she, throughout her life, has sworn it was an angel. And, you know, this is someone who's very conservative. Again, angels, they they speak to everyone, every spiritual path of absolutely. I I feel we are all together in this world, and it's so important. And what's so interesting is I was thinking about her story, and I got an email from her right during right right now right right before the show and 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 so it's just sort of interesting that that would happen because that doesn't happen every day so when you say Marie-Ange that these angels just appear they can come in many forms and as people um they do I mean they can come in really unexpected ways I believe it Oh yes, they do, and and your this story is absolutely beautiful. It's it's amazing. Now, there's many many stories about angels intervening in our lives and saving us. Many many of them, but I would like to to tell our audience that it's not only uh, miracles that we can see. It's also little things in everyday life, and I yes. have seen very interesting things happening with. Them. Uh, mm. I have a friend who's quite depressed, and she's. She's very down, and she has a tendency to 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 build the wall, you know, the brick wall. She 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 built it up, and step by step, she works on it. But one one once she's uh, anytime she feels down or under the weather or not really in a good a good mindset, there is her cat, that is her angel, and I absolutely am sure this cat listens to the angelic voice saying go sit on your on your your on her lap go uh, help her go here and there and the cat always is with her anytime she needs uh, the cat and he sleeps with her he's everywhere all the time and i absolutely believe if you have a pet if you have a dog a cat or any other pet these animals are connected to the angels, and they bring you love whenever you need it. And this is also a way angels manifest. They can manifest also with your your family. Some somebody tells you something amazing, something that happens. Just be open to this possibility that anything can happen anytime. And I always believe in this very simple thing: the second can change your life positively in a second, in a split second. Your life can change radically. You meet somebody who's telling you, oh, I have a job for you. This happened to me. A friend of mine had a friend who said, uh, oh, I need somebody to, to be a teacher. At that moment, I was looking for, for, for a job, and it mm-hmm. happened. And these synchronicities are angelic connections. So everywhere, they are everywhere, and by your yeah. side, your guardian angel is there, and there are so many at your service that you can call on anytime. So this is the yeah. miracle of angels, to be always there and intervening in our world all the time. Yes, yes. Now I have to tell you another story. I guess this will be missing. When you talk about pets, my previous dog on the day that she died, that night 
I had a dream of her, Marie-Ange, and I actually wrote about this a little bit, where she came to me in a dream and let me hold her, and she showed herself to me as healed, and then a voice called her, Marie-Ange, into a light. This was all in the dream. There was a light behind the window that was very bright, and she ran off into the light, and then she came back. She wanted to be petted, and the voice laughed, like, you know, as if, you know, very, very human, like, oh, you know, she wants to come back. And then, you know, and then the the dream was somewhat complex after that. But anyway, I spent time with her, and then she ran back into the light. This was the night that she died, and I was so inspired. But this also prompts a question. Many of us have had dreams of loved ones, whether pets, or I also had a dream of my father who who um, transitioned some years ago. Can you speak to that, Marie-Ange, where often people will say these are the angels, and yet when someone passes, passes over, what do they become versus um, angels? You know, because we talk about how do we categorize our states of being, I guess, and, and in terms of... of What's angelic and and how what are souls that pass over oh yes we we are always alive. I would uh, reassure uh, everybody telling them we are always alive. our souls yes. will stay alive after we cross over, definitely, and there is yes. absolutely no doubt about it. So many civilizations saw this and and knew it and felt it and meditated about it and channeled it. Uh, the ancient Egyptians, for instance, this is the, their life was dedicated to how to pass on and how to to get a, a, a great afterlife. It's all about creating your afterlife. So in our, you know, in our civilization, we think a little bit differently, but the result is the same. There is an afterlife, and there is a lot of evidence of an afterlife. And when we um, cross over, our soul goes to the light, and it's taken by angels, and it's brought to heaven, whether you call it heaven or something else, to the celestial realm. If you don't want to mention heaven, you can say celestial realm, where it's a world of energy. And I have this great opportunity one day in a very, very long and deep meditation to see angels and souls in the energy. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely amazing. I saw them like mm-hmm. lights, and the lights were a brighter or, or less bright according to the uh, state of evolution of the consciousness of these souls. And there was angelic light and angelic love. It was just perfect. It was just the world, you feel like, oh, I can just close my eyes and, and cross over it's so beautiful over there. And all the people who experience near-death experiences, they know exactly what that is because they go through the tunnel of light. Most of the time they see the departed ones that spoke in them and then there is the uh, angels behind or around. And a very good uh, friend of mine, my literary agent, she almost died. She always says, oh, I died uh, when I was 52. She always says this, yeah. I died because she almost died. She had a very, very severe heart disease and a heart surgery. And um, she saw herself on the on the table, and she saw uh, on, the, on the, the gurney, I think. And yeah. it was an emergency, and she was really there. Everybody was uh, really working with her. And she saw herself, and she saw three angels around her. And she says, oh, I almost died, uh, but I came back because... She said, it's so beautiful. They forced me to come back because I didn't want to come back. I was so 
so comfortable there, so peaceful, so happy. So there is another world that's happiness and, and really positive for us, and we can connect to this world. And I would like to tell our listeners that there is something that is dangerous to do. I would really uh, warn them against doing this. It's, it's automatic writing. A lot of people who lost somebody they really loved think it's a good way to connect to the person who, who crossed over. I think it's a dangerous way to do it because they can be uh, pollutive uh, energies coming, coming the way and you never know what's coming and, and showing up. I have another solution that helps us connect with the departed, which is very, very secure, very safe, and very convenient, and helps really creating this beautiful connection. It's simple. When you feel a connection with an angel, you can look, look up the angel that you feel attracted to, and you, you connect this angel to the person passed on, and you ask this angel to protect this person, the soul of this person, and to facilitate the connection with you. And I did it with my father because I lost my father. He was, I was 20, 27, and yeah. um, it was a, a, a horrible drama. I was the only child. It was terrible. And um, for years, I felt not connected to my father. And then when I did this, the miracle happened. I heard my father talk to me. I smelled his scent, his perfume on his skin, which is a specific scent. It's not just the perfume. I, I, really, I really smelled it. And I really now can talk to him. And whenever I meditate with the angels, I ask uh, the angels he's connected to, um, to to create the connection, like a phone call <laughs> somehow. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I hear my father talking to me the other day, I, I said, why do you have to tell me today? And he just said, I love you. And that was Aww. very beautiful because I wanted to ask him more, you know, uh, uh, everyday life uh, questions. But um, he just wanted to tell me that he loved me and that's it. And that was so beautiful. And I knew that this voice that popped in my mind was not what I was expecting. I was expecting something rational according to my personal questions. And he said this, that was more important than my questions. And that put my questions in a lower level of importance. And, you know, this is how we learn every day. And we never, we never stop learning and we never stop uh, really enhancing our the power of our consciousness and and the 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 power of our connection and the love that we have in in ourselves we need to work on it all the time but yeah. this is a way to really connect to the departed that is very safe very positive and that will bring you a lot of good things and there is no risk whatsoever yes yes You know, I have to tell you, Mariage, I had a somewhat similar experience where I had dreamt of my father after he he passed, and I woke up and I smelled his aftershave. It wasn't in the dream; it was in (laughs) real life. And there was no there was no aftershave around. You know, there was nothing like what he Mm -hmm. wore. Uh, because, you know, he was an older man, you know, of that generation, men would wear certain things that, that you know, you wouldn't normally smell. And, and there it was. And I had exactly Absolutely. the same situation. And I've since read, this is not that uncommon. It really does happen. That's and it's amazing. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because these are specific smells, and right, right now I don't think men use aftershave anymore. No, and not it's, really. Uh, difficult. <laughs> yeah, and my father well, was really his scent, like very special scent, like his skin and his and his uh, cologne. Yeah. So it was really interesting to to see that we we experience the exact same thing. It's uh, it's not a coincidence. It's so no, that it it's isn't. real. And- <laughs> You're absolutely right because older men, like you know, like he used to put things on his hair to kind of grease it down a little. Bit. I mean, they they did different things, you know, for that generation. Mm-hmm. And you're right, the scent that that would then create would be very unique. And yeah, and I I smelled it without a doubt. I was astonished. And you know, now my father sends me quarters from heaven. Um, I, I oh. <laughs> not pennies. I have I have another soul that's passed that sends me dimes, <laughs> and, and it, it's just encouraging me about abundance to to not fear and also that that they're here, um, and it's such a comfort to me. Um, yes, but, it um, is. Now, as we're, I, I was hoping this might be. Let's see here. A good time to take a phone call if you'd like to talk with a, a caller, Marianne. Of course, with um, great pleasure. All right. Well, I'm going to bring on the line. It's a little bit, um, I know callers, it's a little challenging right now. Some of you are listening to the show and that right now the feature where they can ask a question is broken. So so I am going to bring a call on the line. And if you're just listening, please just say, I'm just listening and don't worry about it. Um, so area code 402, um, if you have a question, I'm going to bring you on the show. Hello, are you there at area code 402? Yes, I am. Do you have a question for well, our guest? I was enjoy- yeah, I was enjoying, you know, the show. Um, I would really like to know if uh, she can tell about my guardian angel around me or Thursday. Of course. What about- is your name? What is your name? It, it's Sharon. Sharon. Oh, okay. So you definitely have a guardian angel, Sharon. And I hear in your voice that there is a lot of, of sadness in your voice and a lot of worries. You you sound very worried. Yeah. Yes. Um, I would really suggest that your guardian angel is always with you. I think you need to connect to an angel that is going to really help you feel more feel reassured, feel that there is there is hope, there is good things in you and in life. And for this reason, I feel you need Archangel Kamael. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's a very powerful angel, K-A-M-A-E-L. The spelling, some people put a C. I like with a K because it's like initial spelling from the Kabbalah. So Kamael is very powerful. His color is red. And he brings energy. He will enhance your energy and your 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 will to move forward towards the good and towards the positive. And I'm sure, I'm sure, Sharon, that you have a lot of good things to do right now. And um, do you sometimes um, light candles in your house? Yes, I my candle just went out today. That's and very I light good. All the time. Okay. Do you do you uh, burn incense as well? Um, no, I haven't. In a, uh, because a long that time. is very helpful. That is very helpful. If you 
I'll just suggest a little prayer that will help you. You light a candle that you use to light, and then you burn an incense of frankincense or myrrh, either or both. It's very good. They clean the energy, and you sit on the floor, and you light your candle, you burn your incense, and you listen to a very peaceful music, and you leave this situation for a few minutes. You don't do anything. Then you take three deep breaths, and you ask Archangel Kamael to come to you and to help you, and you can ask him whatever you feel like asking at that moment. And let the Archangel send you, bring you, and infuse you with his energy. Leave this angel work on you for, let's say, five minutes, ten minutes if you can, and then you you really come back, you open your eyes, and you thank him, and you will see that you feel much better. You will see the connection. You will feel that he's there and he helped you, and you can connect to him anytime, anytime. Okay, thank you. I, thank you I will so help much. you, and I'm sure it's going to help. Honestly, Try this because it doesn't take much time. If it takes you 15 or at the most 20 minutes, it's worth doing it. It really works and it helps. Right. right. I've been praying um, to St. Raphael for healing. And, okay. um, you know, physical healing and uh, relationship healing. And he's always yes. helping. Oh, yes, he's always helping. Raphael is the specialist. But, you know, if you ask for healing and relationship healing, and if you are not strong enough yourself, you will not mm-hmm. get the healing that you want. It's because Kamal will really bring you more energy to, to be in this, uh, in, in this healing process. So I think okay. this is why I connected to him. For, it's for you. And it's, it's not for the relationship. It's just for you to feel better with yourself stronger and self-confident. And I assure you, if you increase your self-confidence, you can heal your relationship more easily. And Raphael will intervene right after Kamael. That does, does okay. make a great lot of sense. Okay. I always, uh, when my kids were little, I told them that before they went to bed, they could ask their guardian angel what, the, what their name was. And a lot of times, you know, that they'll tell them. And mm-hmm. it worked for children, but I never, I've always wondered what my guardian angel's name is. I don't know. Um, so he can be an angel, but you know, Archangel Kamael is very powerful. You, We all have a guardian angel that's not necessarily has a specific right. name that we know, but Kamael has the power to to really boost your energy, and, and he's the, the angel that you can connect to. A lot of people connect to him for, for strength and power and for business and for many purposes, many, many purposes. But in this situation, he is not your guardian angel. Which the guardian angel is with you. He's an additional angel who's intervening at a specific moment for a specific purpose. I appreciate that. Thank you. You're very welcome, Sherry. Many blessings and love to you. Right. If I could just hold on so I could listen. Oh, oh, absolutely, Sharon. I'll leave you on the line. Thank you so much. You can just continue to listen. Um, but thank you okay. for, for talking with us today and asking such good questions. Thank you so much. Thank you. 
Now, this this raises a question, you know, related very much to your book, Marie-Ange, and it seems that many of us, um, we connect to angels that, that are well-known. For example, uh, many years ago when I had an experience, one of the angels I felt connected to was Michael, and I've talked of others who feel connected to Michael. And and what your work introduced is that there are these well-known angels, you know, the the ones the the the, and and maybe this is a time to talk about the hierarchy. But there are also all these angels that, you know, we don't really know by name necessarily. You know, they they aren't as well known. And and so I wonder if you could explore that a little bit more. And actually, I'm curious about Michael too. I always have been. So and I know many people are. <laughs> Yes, because Michael is, I would call him the star. He's the, he's the one, yes. he's the most famous archangel yes. in the world. There's statues of Michael everywhere in every yes. single country, everywhere. You know, there is a reason uh, why he's the star. Just because he is very close to God, of course, in the celestial mm-hmm. hierarchies and the seraphim. And the reason why also we love Michael. He has many, yeah. many functions, and one of them is to ward off uh, evil, uh, ward off uh, the demons. And he is the leader of the armies of God, and he is the one who conducts the fight against evil. And this is why, especially now, we need him really intensely, because we need to fight evil. So this is one of the main reasons. And also, for the people who have lost uh, a loved one, Michael has the function of psychopomp, which means he he takes the, the, the psyche from, from the body and lifts it to, towards heaven. He takes it. Yeah. He takes care of the soul of the departed. This is a beautiful thing he does. Like he's responsible for the ones who are uh, passing, passing on. And also Michael is representing the strength, the power. He can help with anything that you can ask. So Michael is a universal archangel and a beautiful archangel, and I recommend that everybody connects to him. He is absolutely amazing, and he is always represented in, in armor and, and um, uh, really uh, stamping on the, the, dra- the dragon, meaning he mm-hmm. is defeating evil mm-hmm. and he will help. But there are many, many, <clears throat> sorry, many uh, <clears throat> archangels that are very powerful, that are very close to God, and if you want to understand a little bit more the hierarchy, the celestial hierarchy, it's rather simple. It's like in a building, you have the lower levels and higher levels. And on the lower levels, level one, you have angels who are guardian angels that we all have. We own a guardian angel who is only for us and nobody else. And there is an angel of birth, depending on our date of birth. I have the the, uh, in the book I, you have, you can refer to the date, which day you were born, and you have an additional angel who is protecting you as well. So you basically have two angels. Anybody has two angels. And then you have tons and tons of angels you can call on any time. And you have higher levels, second floor, third floor, and you have ninth floors. And all these levels correspond to functions that the God assigned to the angels who are functions of uh, specific, specific functions. For instance, you have angels for family, for love, angels for 
money, for job, for career, for expansions of consciousness, whatever. This is why it's important to find the right angel that you want to target because they know exactly what to do when you have this type of problem. So the hierarchy is not that they are not loving enough or not doing Mm -hmm. their job. They all love you equally. They all love you with God's love, the divine love. But the only difference is their level according to what they do. Uh, Guardian angels are, uh, do the bidding of uh, the superior uh, archangels. But this is the only difference. They just work in different ways, but that's it. Otherwise, they are uh, with the same love. We need to remember this. And yes. um, when you feel like asking a high archangel, uh, like Raphael, Gabriel, Uriel, Michael, the most famous one, they will work for everybody, and they will ask the guardian angel to do stuff for you. And I would just like advise our listeners, when they pray to the angels, they need to be very specific if they want something uh, precise. For instance, if you want, you want to change jobs, you need to tell them, I want to change jobs. Don't ask them, I want to be happy in my, in my work. Because that yeah. doesn't mean anything. It's exactly the idea that you sit in a restaurant and you say, oh, I would like to eat something. What mm-hmm. is the food going to prepare mm-hmm. for you? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Specifically, I want to change jobs. And uh, this is what I want. And I would like to say, angels work in a different time. And sometimes we feel, oh, it takes forever to get what I ask for. But it's just because you are not ready for some reason. You have to take care of a child and, and take care, you know, do the homework with them at night and you wouldn't have been available for another job. Or it can be yeah. anything you will never think of. And when it's the right time, you will get what you want. You will yeah. get it. Just be patient and let things happen the way angels know are, is good for you and at the time is right, they know it. So this is important to know and be very specific. This is why it's interesting to, to call on angels that are specialized in certain fields. And I would like to tell uh, Sharon, if she's still online, that she is. for uh, <laughs> okay, great. Listening anyway. so a relationship, yes. I would suggest, like, she, she sounds very sad, so I would like really to help her and, and really for her to, to really uh, change her situation. There is Seraphiel. He's, uh, his name comes from Seraphim, Seraphiel, and he is a very, very high Seraphim, very close to God, the highest level of the celestial hierarchy, and he specialized in family issues. And I think um, Sharon, I guess she has children. She talked about children before. So it will be important to connect to this archangel. Once she has uh, created the connection with Kamael, the next step, she can call on Seraphiel to rebalance the energy in the family and to really uh, harmonize the whole family uh, energy. So he's very helpful. So it's good to to talk to specific angels. And if you have a lot of problems, you can call on Anael. If you have, uh, um, if you want to be like you, um, Susan, you can you can call on Anael or you can call on Gabriel, who is a very mm-hmm. great messenger and helps mm-hmm. you uh, transmit your messages. And mm-hmm. Anael will help you transmit message with love, a message of yeah. love and with love. And this is what you do in your show. And uh, I congratulate you for for the title again. It's great because uh, <laughs> go 
beyond fears is the the field of all possibilities and everything is ready to to work with miracles and the best of life as long as we don't fear. This is very true. Well, I will tell you, Marie-Ange, that an angel told me many years ago, before I ever heard this anywhere else, that fear is the opposite of love. And I had never That's... really heard that before. I've heard others say that since this time, but really wanted me to reflect on that. Um, and it was some guidance that I needed at that time. And, and to this day, I mean, I feel love is everywhere, but fear blocks the love. And and that's why, that's how a lot of this started. I, none of none of what exists with this show would would exist at all if not for my own um, angelic visionary experiences. I mean, that that changed my life forever. And you're always oh, changed, and they continue. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. So that's absolutely beautiful. <laughs> thank you. And I must thank you. We're we're here in the last few minutes of the show. It went by so very fast, although like you say, everything is in perfect timing. I felt like we covered a lot of material and a lot of ground and, and really helped the listeners today and I just have to thank you again. When I started this show with using that word beautiful so many times, it's just because that is exactly what you have created here. It's just a beautiful message, a beautiful book, and, and I'm so happy to connect with you because you're a beautiful soul, and, and thank you for for being here. And can you tell the listeners, again, where where to find you? And I know you do workshops and things. Um, please do tell tell the listeners that. Oh, thank you, Susan. For I was just to add that uh, you are also a beautiful soul, and the angels guided you uh, to to create this show, and that's absolutely amazing. Um, mm-hmm. For the people who want to join me, you can find me on my website with my name, Marie Ange Forgerola. For uh, in English, it would sound maybe easier, Marie <laughs> Marie Ange Forgerola. It's uh, all it has and dot uh, com, very simple. And uh, you can leave me a message. I would be pleased to reply. And um, uh, you can find my book on Amazon, in bookstores, everywhere. And I will just end up um, with a very short little anecdote. When I was 15 years old, I was in my, you know, hometown, Paris, and I um, I was in the bookstore. And it was the British bookstore. And I was fascinated by this little penguin that was sent on the books. And I started writing very early. So my goal was to become a writer. I had no Mm -hmm. other purpose in life. I saw this little penguin and I said, one day, I want this little penguin to be on one of my books. And believe me or not, it is on the book for dedicated angels. (laughs) <laughs> How amazing. I love yes. that. I love that story. How wonderful. Yes. And how wonderful the Penguin published your book, which is, you know, that's, I mean, it's a beautiful book, and I am just so delighted that that's what occurred and that Penguin did that. You you definitely saw the future there and, and created it. So, and also it's... So, to tell our listeners that always have hope that what you really, really, really want, if you really want it, you will get it because the angels will help you to get it. There is no yeah. doubt. You need to really want it, and miracles happen when you when you want it. And I wanted it so bad when I was 15, really so bad. It was my, my future. I said, this is what I aim in my life. I want the penguin of my book, on my book, and, and it's there. 
So you see, it's the, the best thing to convince our listeners that angels do exist is uh-huh. to tell them real real stories that happen and that are have a beautiful ending. This is how they so will true. be convinced. Otherwise, it's just words. <laughs> so and, true. Yeah. Um, Stay on the line for a second, Marie-Ange. I'm going to take you very briefly over, but I want to tell the live audience who's leaving us that tomorrow we'll be on the air again at a special time, 3 p.m. Pacific. We're going to talk to Christian De Quincey about the new book, Blind Spots. That's 3 p.m. Pacific. Go to FrontierBeyondFear.com. You'll also find the link to Marie-Ange's website there, a very easy way to go to her site. So thank you, live audience, for being here. And the show um, will very briefly continue into the podcast. There are no boundaries of time. Those of you who've been listening across time to us, to the future podcast, are there, Marie-Ange? We're we're now talking to people in the future. (laughs) There are no boundaries. I want them to know that, that our energy is present with them in whatever time they're listening to us. So, and, and again, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for inviting me. It was a delight to be with you and your listeners. And I send love to everybody and blessings and happy holidays. And I was very, very happy to be with you today. Very happy. Oh, I, I so enjoyed our time together. And, and happy holidays to you. And, and may everyone, and you as well, just feel that angelic presence even more powerful over over the days to come. And so thank you again so much. Take care. Thank you so much. <laughs> you too. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Just a note to those of you listening to this podcast, um, once again, FrontierBeyondFear.com is the place to go. To um, We have more than five years' worth of shows now and one of these days, and I'm starting to get more things done, I think, on the website, I I will be organizing some of these shows into categories so that you can find all the shows on Angels by, by guest, and we'll have more easy ways to find the various shows. And I, I am just so appreciative of, for our guest today because what a wonderful message she has to share. And again, that book, go to Amazon, Angels from Around the World, by Marie-Ange Fougerela, saying it best I can. With um, I, I was joking a couple of shows ago that, that my French teacher might take me to task from high school because, um, you know, we're all, we're all um, bringing these languages back from our paths. And, and one, of the, one of the things I'd like to do is, is learn French again. So I'm, I'm working on it, but I don't always pronounce things perfectly, and our guest is very patient about that, and I appreciate that. So anyway, do visit her site and look up this book. What a wonderful gift it would be for the holidays. It is a very um, comprehensive book. It has a lot of information, and there are people in your life, listeners, including you, that I think would very much appreciate this beautiful gift. So thanks again, everyone, for being here. I will be back again tomorrow, 3 p.m. Pacific. Um, Again, our guest is Christian DeQuincy, and we're going to talk about the new book, Blind Spots, 21 Good Reasons to Think Before You Talk. That'll be interesting. And then, by the way, Friday night I have another angel person on. Sue Storm is coming back, the author of the Angel First Aid books. Another special time, Friday night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 
9 p.m. Eastern, and she'll be doing very brief consultations for callers. We'll have a fun night Friday night. So, so thanks again, everyone, for being here. I will see you next time. Thank you.